You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 94 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. Gorak. Uh, This is Pat Williams' episode. Uh, He was very large. So I feel like we're going to stuff you with a lot of information. I missed the Williams wall. That was a nice tandem. Pass rushing, big three tech, and then just a mammoth nose tackle. And then all of a sudden, you sprinkle in Hall of Fame semifinalist Jared Allen in the heart, in the middle of it. That's one of those where you like had a good line, and then you add like the, the final piece to it. Yeah, like, and it just made the strong side defensive end spotlight not really matter. It was yeah, Ray Edwards it, and Brian Robeson, and, it's and the other yeah, the other three just made them so much better. Yeah, that I mean that line was sweet. It, that was one of those where you just have to rush four guys. I mean that's what we wanted. It was Tampa to the, you know, uh, who was our Tomlin, and then into Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier, yeah. yeah. So. Anyways, Pat Williams, awesome player, fan favorite. Who didn't? Who doesn't love a big fat nose tackle? It's like Jerry Ball. Is yeah. he ninety four? He no. was ninety six, I yeah. think. It's like the first fat nose tackle I remember because I was pretty young. Yeah, that was I just yeah I remember from ninety eight being next to. It's like, definitely not the Jaleel Johnson episode. No, 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 no. I wasn't even going to bring him up because I was he is hoping the current he was cut. But, <laughs> you know, we'll just have to roll into it. And with that, uh, Vikings coming off a loss to... D- disappointing loss. The yeah. Dallas Cowboys 31-28. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, we needed a field goal at the end and couldn't get it done. Uh, I know a lot of people, y- you were very upset. You were. You just thought it was a W, you know? A lot of, uh, even the, the pundits, you know, kind of like, they're on a three-game win streak, and look at the next three games. They're pretty easy. Like, we talked about it. But we're still not an elite team or anything, so you, there's any, you could lose a game at any moment. You yeah. Know? Yep. You, we we, and we lost kinda, to Atlanta. We could lose to anyone. And that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, we were just saying how the next three games very winnable. Dallas, Panthers. You're picked and- by seven. Yeah, and well, there's probably the other people who are like, I know the Vikings. I've been a fan for 40 yeah. years. They're going to lose one of those football games. Yeah. And it just happened to come right away against Dallas, which sucks because I hate Dallas. Yeah, that was – and it just it, – it was it felt similar to the Bears game to me that like even though the first half was kind of shitty and really like just joined and like I think it was 7-13 to 13 at halftime or 16 – Seven to sixteen at halftime, I think. Yeah, I think it was sixteen. And I still felt like, oh, we're, we're gonna win this game. Like I just, it just like the Bears game. Like we're better than them. We're just, we gotta get our shit together a little bit here. I agree. And then we came out guns a blazing, offense scoring touchdowns, but we just kept letting them score. And I mean, we're against the Bears. We kept getting stops. Yeah. What was it? Four straight three and outs. Well, uh, but yeah, they. <laughs> The Bears, that's a that's a it's bad. a complete different like yeah. offense. But also you're facing Andy Dalton. Like Yeah, you really thought like it was just ripe for a, a win here. Their defense is bad. They lost Trayvon Diggs. They lost I mean, they don't have a quarterback. You know, they coming off a bye though. Yeah. Tricky bye. I feel like McCarthy had quite a few nice little plays in the red zone dialed up against us that worked really well. Uh, that little Zeke uh, option pitch to Lamb. That was stupid. Beautiful. The, the last touchdown of the game was gr- a great defense. Uh, Vilma, who, by the way, awful. He's so Awful. Bad. Did mention, though, that we call a lot of free man in the red zone. 
And clearly that was like McCarthy had drawn up some plays to beat it. But and getting on Jonathan Vilma, like I I saw that we had Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma, and usually Kenny Albert bugs the crap out of me. Yeah, I don't I don't but, mind him as much, but But Jonathan Vilma stole the show. That man is so bad. And then he's like encouraging people to hit people like after the whistle. Was, Not, he, but just Oh, was, he was kind of like it was like a former player, but like he was th- like almost like he's on an opinion show or something. It's like, dude, you're just supposed to call the game. Would you shut up? Nope. Uh, Rennie was sitting here and he's just like, we're both like, this guy's terrible. Who is this? And then they cut to the booth and it was like, Vilma, yeah, dirty Saints player, not surprised. Yep. Garbage. And guess who we have coming up this week? Who? Kenny Albert, Jonathan Vilma, run it back. Really? Yep. <sighs> so you know, That's he'll too be. Bad. He, was he rooting against us? Felt like he was rooting against us. Yeah, it definitely felt that yeah. way. I don't think he likes us from that uh, 2009 yeah, season. Yeah, probably not. We don't like him either, you know. I will give him props, though. He's the guy that I'm pretty sure changed the play that Barb then threw the pick on. That's exactly who changed yeah. the play. Went to a zone, I believe. Man or, to cover two. Yeah, we thought we had a yeah the man beater to just throw it to the flat. He audibled when we did a little motion. And yeah, rest is history. You know, Favre threw a pick. Um, anyways, let's get into this Cowboy game. Mm. Let's do the good first. The yeah. Teddies, the Teddy Bridgewaters, coming up. He'll he'll be maybe playing next week against us. Yeah, he's he's labeled week to week. Yeah, uh, questionable going into this week. I'd it, obviously I'd love to see Teddy on the field, yeah. but I almost don't want to play him. Well, if you want the win, you'd rather. But PJ Walker looked fine. Well, I just you know I didn't want to smother Teddy. You know, oh, you don't want to hurt Teddy. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay. Well, if I had to bet, I think Teddy plays and Christian McCaffrey doesn't. I, I think that I think he'd probably win that. Yeah, and I I don't think McCaffrey's supposed to play at all. He's he's back on the practice field, but with a red jersey, like a "Don't Touch Me" jersey. So, the the Twitter doctor says that they're probably gonna hold him out through their buy because their buys after this week. Which it seems late for buys, but I guess they're still happening. I, I would just not play them the rest of the year. Well, they just shut up the Detroit Lions. Yeah, but they're zip. still what? Are they four and six as well? Um, that's a good question. Let me pull it up. I believe I feel they're. Like they're have, they've played one more game than us though, because they haven't done their buy. Oh, I think that, they're four and seven. Four and seven. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. And like they're not get, they're not winning the wild yeah, card. There's pretty much no chance. Yeah, they're four and seven. Yeah, yeah, they're so, toast. But so so sit them out. This week and through the bye, and he's 100%. You're not not going to play players that are healthy. You're not going to be like, get a surgery you don't need. Like, McCaffrey's going, oh, I'm going to play, you know. Yeah. So, But don't don't put him out there even at 90% against us if you're 3-7. and seven. Um, But enough about the Panthers. We'll talk about them later. Yep. The Teddies, is, it means the good of the game. The good of the game. The things that made you happy during the game. Who is your first Teddy of the Cowboys game? Uh... First Teddy of the Cowboys game, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, great game. One of his best, I would say. Yeah, that was... He I, had a I, perfect quarterback rating like midway through the fourth. Like, you you pay Kirk Cousins to play that kind of football. Uh, and he, he, like you said, perfect quarterback rating through, what, halfway through the... I Probably right after the Jefferson touchdown. Because the next two... Two drives, we don't actually move the ball, which yeah. sucked. But yeah, he made some plays out of the pocket. Uh, hit Justin Jefferson on the deep ball. Made a couple nice, real nice throws to Thielen in the mm-hmm. end zone. A lot of having to go to his second read, which I was, you know, it's not always his strong suit, but like multiple times where the pocket's collapsing on him and he's kind of just like looking for someone and dumps it to Rudolph or you know finds 
Delvin Cook on a little, you know, he just, I thought the first drive, obviously, when he fumbled it, like he got completely clobbered on that. But it kind of felt like our line was a little shaky to start the game. And then they calmed down, gave him a little more time. And he did, I thought he did a great job moving his feet. And then obviously the spot on bomb to Jefferson, great passes. I mean, he only had like a couple incompletions until those last two drives. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think he was. I know for sure he was like 18 of 21 at some point, yeah. I think it was. Well, because if you if, if he ended up 20, 22 of 30, I believe. But on the last two drives, you had the Jefferson drop, the final throw to Thielen. You had the out routes to Thielen, two of them. That one looked like there was should have been a penalty, and the other one iffy. I mean, that's like five incompletions right there. Yeah. So he, he was playing fantastic. Now, sure would have liked to see a put-away drive or the field goal. But I'm not blaming it on Kirk. I'm sorry. Like defense, do your job. Yep. You know, like, uh, I I don't blame Kirk for that loss at all. Like people might come back at him and talk about that final drive. Oh, you know, he just he just can't make a play in the big moment. Well, so he, he just did though. Yeah, he hits Justin Jefferson on on the little crossing route and easy first down to keep yeah. the drive going. But then I don't know bunch of pressure right up the middle on third and fourth down like there was nothing Kirk could do after, at that yeah, point and, and even if you know I don't know even if there was like even if that drive fails he still puts you ahead in the fourth quarter with the bomb to Jefferson so like if if the defense would just stop letting him score touchdowns he did his job like how many times is he gonna have to then go score another touchdown because the defense is like ah you know what here's a Tony Pollard touchdown for 70 yards like Kirk's like okay I've just thrown two to Thielen was it Two in the second half to Thielen? Or what's the first touchdown of the game? We're at 7-16. Was that Delvin Cook run, or was that the one-handed catch by... I feel like it's the one-handed catch. I think catch. it was the one-handed catch by Thielen because CD had the catch. Had the cool catch. And yeah. then, like, two drives later, I think. So we have three touchdowns in the second half, right? Yeah, because it was 16-7. And we end up scoring 28. Yep. Which we don't kick field goals, apparently. We just score touchdowns. Um, so he led the offense on three touchdown drives. And we and we just never got further away from them. Like I don't know what to, I don't know. Like hold them to a field goal once. Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we outscored them by six in the second half. You know. Yeah. Because we were down nine, lost yeah. by three. Seven sixteen. Yeah. So. So Kirk's putting together touchdown drive after touchdown drive, and like you said, the defense is just like, oh, here you go. I'm not even gonna try to tackle you. Yeah. I mean, obviously. It would have been nice on the drive, even before the last one, to go put it away. And then on the last drive, even to go get a field goal to keep it going. But, like, how many times do you need to do that? Like, I mean, I just, I just brought you back. Now it, it was 16-7. Now it's 28-24. Yeah. You know, like, can you can you stop them? Please? You gave up 31 points. That's unacceptable. I don't know what to tell you. Not yes, many te- did we turn the ball over in the red zone or, like, on that blitz play. But, like. Dude got blindsided, and the ball just ripped out of his hands. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're not, get, turnovers. you're not going to win many games by when you give up 30 points. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win many games when you give up 28 points. You're not going to win many games when you give up like even over like you. You're, the goal I feel like for each side should be 20. Like you should want to score over 20 on offense and give up less than 20 on defense. Well, offense did their job, defense didn't. You know, oh. so and as a lot of people were saying, like, okay, Kirk failed on his final drive to go get a field goal. Rodgers got the field goal, and Mahomes got the touchdown. That was like a lot of people were comparing the three. Okay. 
we've said it a million times, Kirk Cousins ain't Rodgers or Mahomes. If that's what you think he is, then you're wrong. Like, he's not that good. Oh. So, yeah, we're probably not going to get a lot of game-winning drives like they do. Sorry to tell you. Not that this one was his fault, but Jefferson dropped a ball, and he couldn't buy time because he's Kirk Cousins. Like, maybe Mahomes breaks the pocket on that fourth or third down and runs around and makes a play. Good for him. He's better. I don't, yeah. like, I, I don't know. What, like, what is the point of saying that? To just be like, he's no Mahomes. Okay, cool. We knew that. Yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and then, you know, if you want to add Tom Brady in, he threw a pick on his last drive. So, you know. Yeah. The, the four different uh, results of a final drive. Exactly. I, I mean, and Brady's pick on the final drive was ugly. Yeah. That was worse really than bad. that was worse than the Pan, uh Falcons opening drive to, uh interception. That Kirk threw? Yeah. <laughs> like that was bad. But I mean don't look now but Kirk's numbers are starting to look real good. Yeah, they are. What 11 are picks and I'm pretty sure I, I'm I'm just guessing but I would say at least 4 or 5 of them are like totally not his fault. The Thielen one, there's two Hail Marys, there's a few sprinkled in there. He's had some bad throws, but three touchdowns this game. He had a couple last game to Thielen. I don't know if he had another one besides that. But, like, he could easily finish 30 touchdowns, 14 picks. And 14 picks is a little high. You don't want that. But, like, still pretty good. That's I mean, what he does. He puts up numbers. Yeah, that, that, that's true. Video video game type numbers. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Kirk Cousins got, got the he first really Teddy. Uh, my Teddy, I will go with Adam Thielen. Right on. That was good one of football. Mine. Yeah, he's touchdown machine. Ten or nine? He might have even more than that. I'll, let me look it up. Oh, so, he had nine going into the game. Yeah, I feel like he's got eleven. Now. So it would be eleven. Yeah, I think it's league leading eleven. League uh, leading, huh? I believe so. Oh, quality or, player. Because I feel like Chase Claypool was up there he's too. He's got a lot. I know Adams has a lot, but I think Adams missed a bunch of games. So yeah, Thielen has eleven touchdowns. Nine in the red he's zone. Got or? Four games of two touchdowns. No, wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, and then three other games. He's only had three games without a touchdown. So he, he's not racking up 10 catches a game like he used to, but he's scoring touchdowns. Yeah, he knows how to get open in the end zone and he doesn't drop the ball. I mean, he's got two ridiculous catches lately. So I thought I saw he led the league in t- catches in the red zone and yards in the red zone as well as touchdowns in the red zone. So I feel like he is... The league's best red zone threat right now, safe to say. Yeah, if he's I mean, leading he's the league in all those. scoring all every category. His, I mean, his routes. I mean, the one is just like basically almost like a fade, but he kind of goes under and back. The one he one handed. Yeah. Just like just just sling it up to him, and then the other play was he had that that cornerback spun in a circle, and it was On like a little zip route or yeah, like he just went it. went. It was just an out, but he, like the way he runs it, the guy like completely he's wide open. Like Kirk just hiked it, rolled out. Oh, look at that! Look Dude at that! Stumbles out of the break, standing right there. It's like, oh, I thought you were going inside. Yeah, I mean, we have to just give him one hard step or something, and the corner's like, and now I have to do a total twirl, and I'm three yards away from you. Uh, I looked at my uh, Bavada account, gambling account, and I was looking at open bets, and I was like, oh, weird! I have an Adam Thielen over touchdowns for the season. He already has more than his over under, which well, was I believe like seven was seven and a half. Or eight believe and a half? was seven and a half because I looked at it before this game and he was already over. So nine was over. So quality ball player that Adam Thielen fella. Well, that's fine. I mean, you got like we talked about adding a deep threat, and Jefferson turned out to be a ridiculously good deep threat. I and I also saw another stat: is Justin Jefferson the league's best deep threat because he has the most yards on passes. Over 20 air yards. 
He's got like 400 something yards on passes over. I mean, he's he's up there with one of the best. I mean, because DK Metcalf's behind him, uh, Tim Patrick's up there, Marquez Vel. I mean, when Vel- I think Scantling. like deep threats, I'm thinking like Tyreek Hill. I don't know what the numbers say. It's hard too though. Like if you know, if we were to feed Jefferson like a bunch of screens or some slants and stuff, like it's gonna bring down your like yards per catch, but. He seems to know how to make plays down the field. So that's kind of what we wanted, and we got it in him, and then just opens up everything underneath for Thielen. So Thielen, I'm going to give him a teddy for the game. He's going to get a teddy. Uh, Your second teddy? Uh, my second teddy was Thielen. My third one, I'm going to throw out Brett Jones. Starting. You know what's funny? I had him written down. I got, ah, that's, nah, I won't do that. But hey, coming off the bench. Never no. noticed him. Yeah. And I noticed Samia. I noticed him every other play, it seemed like. And that's the thing about the offensive linemen. Like, you don't want to notice them. Yeah. like it. And then I think I saw PFF actually graded him up pretty well. Like, he didn't give up much any pressures. He played well. It, honestly, it makes me a little annoyed that somehow Drew Samia started over Ezra and Brett Jones. Like, yeah. what the hell are we doing? I probably just wanted to see what Drew Samia was. But maybe after one game, can you not be like, this guy sucks? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they, they saw him get destroyed in practice go, all right, well, maybe maybe he's not this bad. Though. When the lights come on, Drew Samia, he's something. But so going forward with that, with that, like, I don't know. If Brett Jones plays well again, I wouldn't mind, you know, kicking Dozier to the side and running out the five of Reef, Jones, Bradbury, Cleveland, oh. O'Neal. You're going to kick Dozier, huh? Not as big a fan of Dozier? I I, he's been solid. He's been solid too, but if Brett yeah. Jones is going to play like that every, you know, most of the time, yeah, I feel like I'd rather have that than well, Dozier. Play the, play the best five. Nope. Unless he can't play left guard, and then all of a sudden, it is what it is. It's nice that he went in there and just did fine, though, because it was kind of worrisome. Like, oh, great. Seemed like everything got better when Ezra came in, and now Ezra's gone. Is it going to be a disaster? And also, we did just cut Pat offline. You know, you do have a lot of people going like, see? Uh, Shouldn't have cut him, you know? So, Brett Jones, he played better than Pat offline ever did. So, yep, so give him he, a teddy. He gets a teddy, and hopefully he gets one again next week. Uh, um, I did not have a third. Okay, I've got uh, I got two more here. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Eric Kendricks. Oh, God, well, how did I miss him? Guys, Eric, yeah, I, I feel like he's just... ridiculous. He almost had another one, too. Yeah, I, I feel like you just overthought. You're he thinking got, too hard. He he did what he always does, you know? He impresses. Yeah, he's that guy's good. But yeah, he had the pick, and then the almost pick, which, like, you just wish he was half a step sooner. Yeah. Like, going, I, knew, I know this is coming up the seam or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was able to get that. But right off the fingertips, it was a pretty big play, too. I think it was second down. Yeah. Brought him into like a third and long. I think they ended up scoring on that drive, anyways. But like, well, that's the thing. Like, his close pick would have been game changing if he could have got to it. But like, he makes such great plays in the passing game. Like those picks underneath where he just drops, you know, and they're they're trying to throw over his head, and all of a sudden he just turns and just nope, plucks it you. out of the sky. Dude's a beast. Yeah. Um, and then uh, last one, I put the uh, I don't know his name, the new long snapper. Oh. Oh, yeah, we should talk about Austin Cutting basically getting benched. Yeah. Well, he did get benched, basically. That's what happened. Mm. I don't know who the new snapper is. Should I? Uh, is it a weird I feel name? Like, yeah, I feel like it's uh, De, De La or... I'm not sure, but he 
Played pretty well. We signed him, what was that, Thursday yep. last week. Put him and on the practice squad and then elevated him on game day. And inactive was Austin Cutting. And who else was inactive? Dan Chinezza. Dan Chinezza. And that man, like as good as he's supposed to be, like the special teams didn't play very well. And we did break contain a couple of times. The guy's name is DePaula. DePaula. A DePaula. I don't know his first name. I feel like it's Anthony or something like that. DePaula. DePaula. Yeah, he... Yeah, Chinezza benched. We talked about how bad they were. I mean, Chinezza, terrible. Got benched. Uh, Cutting got benched. I noticed Mike Boone wasn't out there nearly as much as Gunner. It was Boyd. Well, I don't know. It wasn't the greatest job by Boyd. Um, and I'm trying to think who the other Gunner was. Maybe Osborne. I think it was Osborne, So. Yeah. They definitely shook up the special teams. I don't know if it helped. It definitely helped with the long snapping. Looked like clean. spot on, right at, right in his hands. Uh, Those four extra points, super clean. The the punting, super clean. Yeah. So, I mean. I, is Austin cutting out of here? I mean. No, I think. He's got the yips. It's over. It's like Chuck Knobloch at second. Can't well, move him to left field. I, I guess maybe if, uh, maybe it's not over. Maybe you do wave him, try to slide him on the practice squad, learn from this. DePaula guy. It's a fucking long snapper. Just caught his ass. How, how old is this DePaula guy? If he's, un, if, if he's under 35, let's do it. Caught him too. Find another one. Just find one without the yips. That's true because. Easiest job in football. And you know, cutting must have him because you don't sign a long snapper in four days, yeah. elevate him to the practice And squad you don't make... just suddenly forget how to snap the ball. It's sort of like Blair Walsh just suddenly forgetting how to kick field goals. Like once you get in your head, you're in your head, and you need to somehow get out of it, or you're screwed. Like once Blair Walsh missed that chip shot in Seattle, dude's career was over. That's true. Over. Like he's just every time he lines up. Remember, I missed that fucking chip shot in Seattle. Like Austin Cutting must have had one bad snap, and now it's like, oh, he's changing form. He's holding the, you know, he's probably overthinking it. Mm. So sorry, maybe you can become an insurance salesman now. It's you know, or maybe there's like another league. Hey man, he's gonna he's in the air. Force. Oh my bad, I don't want to be that, ripping that on was, a veteran. That's, yeah, that was terrible. That's my bad. <laughs> Okay, five for our country. Um, so special teamers getting benched, but the new guy at center, long snapper, was fantastic. Yeah, yep. give him a teddy. Good call. Good call on Brett Jones and that guy. That's good stuff. Um, and Kendricks. Come on now. Oh, and Kendricks. And yeah. good ones. Too. Yeah, yeah. I came with Kirk and Thielen. Those were good ones, those too. Are, those were the best of the day. Uh, okay, should we talk about what was mostly the, just the bad, you know? like the, I guess it wasn't all bad. It was kind of a mixed bag today. Uh, the Troys, the Troy Williamson. Yeah, why don't we take a break before we head into oh, okay. the Troys? Welcome back. Uh, but yeah, we'll jump into the Troys right now. Uh, I'll throw out the first one. The first one I had written down was uh, Chris Jones. I had Chris Jones also written down. I don't remember much besides the one play, but it was horrible. Yeah, he did not try to tackle. Was that Pollard on that play? Pollard on the long touchdown. I think it was like at least a 50-yard run. Yeah, um, you know, they, they call those a business decision, but I think uh, Jim Suhan tweeted uh, that's what they call le- uh, leaving the business decision. And <laughs> yeah. I would not have been surprised if Zimmer cut him after, after I the I saw game. that they said his snap count went to like nothing after that play. So he, I think he missed a couple tackles earlier in the game as well, or at least some poor effort. I mean, I guess that goes to show, like, the Bears game, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, Boyd looked good. This Chris Jones guy looked all right. But, like, it's Nick Foles and bums, you know? Whereas you're playing – I know it's Andy Dalton, but he's as good as Nick Foles is. But it's CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. You know, it's it's a tougher matchup. And, like, not that this was even a pass play. 
But the dude got exposed. I mean, yeah, and and he didn't even. I mean, Gallup, Cooper, Lamb all had really good games, so he had to cover, you know, one of them at yeah. all times. And I mean, you're. I mean, you're down to your fifth and sixth corners, is it? I mean, you've got Dantzler out, Holton Hill out, Mike Hughes out, Chris. No, wait, not Chris Boyd. Harrison Hand out. Uh, Mark Fields is out. That's five corners right yeah, there. So you're and Gladney started the year as number four. Yeah, because he was yeah. Yeah, at number one, week one he was not starting. He was your number. He was four. your fourth corner. So you're going in with your fourth and, and your fifth. Chris Boyd was number five. I think Harrison Hand was ahead of him, and I think Mark Fields. When 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 the injuries first happened, it wasn't Chris Boyd getting it there. It was Harrison Hand and Mark Fields. They both got hurt, and then Chris Boyd got in there. He's like your seventh corner, and Chris Jones wasn't even on the team. He's like your eighth corner. So and he came from Detroit's practice yeah. squad. Which makes me, it's like, I don't know, obviously we weren't saying we were guaranteed to win the next three games, but there was a lot of talk by us, by other people, like, these three are winnable. It's like, you're still playing with, like, a real short deck on defense. Yeah. So and, and we had been talking up Chris Jones last, I think, was it last just week? Just the he last week, yeah, he did make, well, again, yeah, maybe, you know, when it's fucking Anthony Miller and Cordero Patterson. Yeah, and get Darnell Moody. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're calling bubble screens constantly. Uh, yeah, that run, it was one of those, so his receiver... Did not attempt to block him. He went straight for Anthony Harris, which left Chris Jones as a free man. His he's the only one that's not blocked. It's one on one with Pollard, and he just completely like let him right by. Yeah, no, th- you know? th- thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, so that was rough, and that was really a kind of like I feel like we had a lot of momentum at that point. We had hit the two touchdowns. We're up twenty one, I believe twenty one to sixteen. Like we had stolen momentum. And it was like, oh, here comes the blowout in the second half that I remember actually said to Renny, I go, this game's going to end 28 to 16. Like, Zimmer's going to lock it up, figure out. And instead, it, like, that all of a sudden made it 20. Oh, they got the two pointer, too. Yep. So it was 24 to 21. And it was, was the two pointer that the, the pitch the, play? I think that might have been the pitch play. Yeah. The Zeke. It was a hand after Zeke, and then he pitched it to Lamb, which yeah. beautiful play. Oh. You give McCarthy a week, he's going to draw it up. You know, we've always said that about him. Great coach. Uh, so yeah, in elite offensive mind, but you know, going going back to Mike McCarthy though, there are a lot of times where he called like curl flats or slant flats, and it's like the Vikings were ready for it. It's like yeah, we knew that slant flat to Honestly, the left was gonna was gonna come right there. It was his red zone offense that was where he like seemed to dial up some good plays, yeah. which is I feel like a main part of Zimmer's defense. Which I'll just say one of my teddies is our re- Troy's is our red zone defense. We didn't hold in the field goals. We gave up touchdowns. And it felt like Zimmer's a big guy of like, I'll let him get down there, but I'm not letting him score a touchdown. And it seemed like McCarthy was like, okay, well, I'm going to find two or three plays that are just totally great against your scheme. And he did that. And, I mean, the, the last touchdown, we completely – they run the guy in motion, and Harrison Smith's supposed to cover the tight end, but he's clearly yelling like – maybe switch or something to Gladney to be like, hey, I'll take this guy who, like, if I don't, Lamb's wide open. You know, like, we're not, you're way, Gladney was so far behind in the motion, but then Gladney, like, kept trying to follow him. No one covered Dalton Dalton Keene or, yeah, Dalton Schultz. And then Chris Boyd is just an idiot and just his guy's wide open. Anthony Harris and Kendricks both go towards Zeke. Like, the whole design of that play was money. Like you said, which I thought the same thing is when that play was in, like when they were doing it, he was like, it was going to Lamb and he's going to score. And, and like, even if it didn't go to Lamb, like the way they had Lamb in motion, it was like, 
and you saw our guys kind of moving around. It's like, we're screwed. We have no idea what's coming. All we know is this ball is probably going to go to CD Lamb mm-hmm. and complete opposite side of the field. Wide open. Great. It was just a great, like it fooled me. Like it, I, I don't blame that. Like, I, I, oh, Vilma so- again was blaming Dantzler. I don't oh, know if you yeah. heard that. He's like, oh, he's got to switch with uh, Dantzler. It's like, dude. Dantzler is covering the only guy on that side of the field, so I don't know why you're blaming him. I know he fucked up in Seattle, but this one is like, if you had to pick someone, it's probably Gladney, but it just seemed like a really good play design. Well, yeah, and when Dalton threw the pass, I was like, who's he throwing to? Where did he come from? And then they show you the replay, and it's like, oh, yeah, he just slid right around everyone. It's like, oh, what yeah. a dick. And it's in, we called our normal man, you know, it's man defense, and... If Harrison Smith decides, well, I'm not going to cover my guy because I'm trying to switch and cover Lamb, if the communication isn't there, like, it's a young it's a young secondary. These guys aren't clearly not as, you know, maybe Xavier Rhodes is like, oh, every time this happens, I'm going to take Harrison's yeah. guy. Like, it take, might take a while for this to, like, get ironed out. Yeah. And that's why people are scoring touchdowns and not kicking field goals. And maybe he's like, I have no idea who Harrison Smith's guy is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just a rookie. Cover? I don't yeah. know. I'm just out here playing ball. I'm just going to sit on my guy. And <laughs> he then... didn't even cover anyone, though. He like went halfway to CD Lamb and then realized it and then was like, oh, who's this receiver? And like covered, I don't know, who. maybe it was Cooper. That's funny. Um, um, so, yeah, I would, I was... I guess my Troy is our red zone defense. You're the red zone defense? Yeah. Uh, well, so they even Chris... had the uh, little bubble screen to Zeke on the first touchdown. Which was like a walk-in. Again, I feel like another play that they drew up specifically against us. Like, I don't know what McCarthy saw, but like, it wasn't even like a good effort. It was just hike, throw it to Zeke, and he walks in the end zone. And the Cowboys are, they've been on TV quite a few uh, few times. Like, you see them a bunch on Red Zone and whatnot. You, I didn't really like, you don't really ever see those plays from the Cowboys. They kind of seem like a, uh, a Kyle Shanahan play. Yeah. It, 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 it felt like a I had a bye week to sit on my ass and just drop some fun stuff. Yeah, and see what worked. If it worked against my defense, I'm probably going to use it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it worked well. And our red zone D was giving up touchdowns. I mean, you hold them to one of those. One of those times you hold them to a field goal, you win the game. So it's oh. just a bummer. Um, so I had Chris Jones. You had red zone defense. Uh, oh, uh, I have the D-line. Oh, I also have D-line down. Did not pressure... Dalton, pretty much at all. Yeah. I think one guy had a sack, and it was more of a coverage sack. But, like, Jaleel Johnson got pushed back a bunch in the run game. And we're going up against, like, some second and third stringers on the Cowboys line. And Zeke's first 100-yard rushing game in, like, the season? It was of the season. And then maybe even further back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when the last. I mean, we didn't stop the run, and we didn't stop the pass. And we didn't get any big hits on Dalton. Like, with, with Foles, I felt like they... They were like feisty, and they were they're getting in there, and they were making a move off the spot. Like Dalton just sat back there, and just d- dotted us up. Like it was, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest coverage. I know they've got three very good receivers, and maybe we were more worried about them than we were Zeke. But even then, like the D line, like didn't even help at all in the run game. He, they gave up what a hundred and eighty some odd yards. I thought hundred eighty exactly. Oh. 103 to Elliott, and then, you know, another 77 to Lamb and Pollard. Yeah, and then they're running those end-of-rounds and whatnot, and nobody's keeping contain on uh, CeeDee Lamb coming around from the other side of the formation. Uh, 
The interior defensive line, they got zero push at all. It doesn't matter if it was a run play, pass play. Like, Jewel Johnson, nothing. Uh, Shamar Stephan, I mean, he's Shamar Stephan. He's not going to... He's not a game changer. Yeah. You know, he's he's fine. But when it, it I, I looked at the snap count too. Like Jalen Holmes had fifty snaps. I was gonna say I saw him out there a lot, and I didn't see him do one thing. Yeah, right. more snaps than Wana, more snaps than uh, you know Mataafa, obviously. But you know, it, it felt like they just came with a lot more energy in the Bears game. It's feel like these home games were just coming out and are like, like the offense came with it. But it, I mean, I guess it took to the second half. I feel like we. I feel like. We can pump ourselves up on the road, but at home we need a crowd. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there, but we've had, like, against Atlanta was a complete, like, we were just flatlined, you know, uh, week one versus the Packers. Just it didn't seem like we cared. Well, uh, what was the, the Detroit, Detroit? We seemed fine, you know. But it's Detroit. You know, does that even count? No. You don't even have to get up to beat Detroit. They couldn't even score a point against the Panthers. Which is bad because I think the Panthers are, like, the 30th ranked They're defense. A, a super young defense, and they... Zero points. Matthew Stafford, one of the most overrated humans. So this goes back to the point. Would would you rather have Kirk Cousins, who put up 28, or Matthew Stafford, who put up zero? <laughs> well, we'll see what Kirk can do against that vaunted Panther D next week. You know. Well, that's a good point. We'll if he puts comparison. up more than Stafford, then that's a good so comparison. If you get a field goal, <laughs> and we're good to go. I always would take Kirk over Stafford. People, I feel like Stafford's the classic. Everyone's like, oh, that guy's underrated. He's, you know, he's, don't forget about Stafford. It's only because you don't watch Detroit games. Yeah, you don't watch Detroit, and they've never won anything, and they're Detroit. So people are like, what? I mean, I'm not saying Stafford's a bad quarterback, but, like, if he was the Vikings quarterback, people would want him gone, and they'd want a new one because he doesn't, he throws a lot of interceptions. He's just, he's just Matt Stafford. He's fine. And you know what? I feel like this is going to be the first uh, Thanksgiving in a long time Matthew Stafford's made a start. Yeah, because he's always hurt. Yeah. Always hurt. You know who's not hurt? Kirk. Those, those picks always hurt. Those picks always hurt. Never wins playoff games. Um, okay, so what was that one? Uh, D-line. D-line. Um, I will throw one out. Let's go with... Ooh, we've actually hit on mine. D-line, Chris Jones, red zone, D. Uh, I'm going to throw my, uh, my my half. Okay. Uh, hate those color rushers. Should have just went with a all purple. You know, not like purple numbers too. No, 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 no. Like we did against New Orleans. You know, oh, normal oh, top, instead of wearing normal them. tops and then purple bottoms. I think bottoms. they kind of want you to wear them once a year. So nah, I don't care what out. they want. I don't mind them. I think they're fine. Give me the throwbacks. Throwbacks would be funner. Um, yeah, uh, we did lose to them the the Cowboys another time wearing them. So maybe don't wear them against the Cowboys. Yeah, that was a Thursday night game. Yeah, Thursday game. I think it might have been the first time we ever wore them. Yeah, it was the first year of, of color, color rush. rush. Yeah, and we lost against the Cowboys. Yeah, 2016, Zimmer was in the hospital. Mike Prefer was coaching that oh, day. Oh, yeah. God, that's wild. Uh, was that the Zimmer eye? It had to be the eye. I don't think he had any other hospitalizations uh, or anything. God, the, how long ago was the eye? Was that four? Well, 2016. Yeah. Feels like just like two years ago that he yeah. had the eye thing. He was like a, like our... He's just in his second year, third year as our coach. Yeah. Um, I think it was third year. It yeah. was third year, and it was, yeah, because it was like, oh, everything bad is happening to the Vikings this year. You know, Teddy got hurt, and yeah. then all of a sudden our new head coach has eye, or our, Is know, that the year Norv quit? Norv quit, head coach's eye problems. Wheels were falling off. Yeah. Um, and didn't we go to the playoffs? No. We when do we play? Eight. Oh yeah, seven you're right, and you're right, one yeah. or eight and eight with Sam Bradford, whatever that was. 
Oh, it was the Bradford? It was the year before uh, Ke- okay. Keenan. So it's the year after Blair Walsh misses the field goal? Yes. Because we were like, okay, this team's going to be one step better, and then Teddy got hurt. No. Um, so other bad things from that game, I guess like we should probably talk about the turnovers, like Delvin Cook getting absolutely destroyed and losing that ball. Oh, we should. Yeah, there's another thing we have to talk about, but we'll talk about that one first. So we'll talk about the uh, the two turnovers. Uh, so yeah, Delvin Cook getting absolutely smoked over the middle. Uh, I don't know who it was. It might have been online, or maybe it was on the broadcast. But they were talking about like how somebody made a mistake on that play. Like you don't run a Texas route with a dig route right behind it because you're just asking for Delvin Cook to get crushed over the middle. Right. Like you're basically drawing the safety to come sprinting up. Yeah. It's weird how, so like Harrison Smith got called for defenseless receiver. That's what I was just going to talk okay. about. Okay, yeah. and it looked fine. Um, and then Delvin Cook doesn't, but is it just because he caught the ball? I think so because like I thought Delvin's hit was way worse than Harrison Smith's hit. And that the Harrison one happened before that. Yeah. And I wonder if Mike Zimmer chewing their asses uh, as they, I guess, uh, via Twitter, he was like having a word with the refs at the commercial break after the Harrison Smith penalty. Yeah. Um, well, that was a bad call. It was a terrible call. So I feel like he gave them an earful, and now Dalvin Cook gets crushed, pro- like a worse hit, and they're going, "Oh, this is what you wanted, buddy." Yeah. It's it like, just it just seems like it's if too much is determined by like if he catches it, we don't flag it, but if he drops it and then you hit him after, it's like Harrison Smith doesn't know that he's going to drop that ball. So yeah. he popped him. Like I, uh, I mean, he didn't hit helmet to helmet. Also, Kirk got hit helmet to helmet on his fumble, but you couldn't review that because you're reviewing the fumble, and you know it's what it is. But I don't know. Refs were a little shaky that game. They feel like Thielen got held on that out route on the Definitely. drive before the last one. I thought he got held on the out, drive, <laughs> out route of the final drive. Yeah, like so, uh, round the waist and everything. Hit, yeah. the, like could have been called. No, I'm not gonna say that's why we lost, but like I didn't think the refs had a good game. Yeah. Threw a lot of flags. Um, yeah, we had, like, last week we talked about we talked about the lack of flags, and all of a sudden it was, yeah. like, seven in the first two quarters. <laughs> One flag. You got Chris Boyd. Too excited. Too excited that his man decided to blitz in. Was Yeah, what, yeah so, like, I obviously saw the fake punt. Mm-hmm. Like, what I, – I missed the replay of the defender, though. Like did, So, my theory on what happened, which I think is fairly right, is we did not call a fake punt. Okay. It's an alert play where Chris Boyd is going, hey, my guy is gone. So his defender went to go block it. He slowly slid in and then was – Chris Boyd's over there just waving his hand up and down like, Colquitt, this is it, alert. I'm, yep. no, no one is on me. Just throw me the ball. So Colquitt hikes, you know, gets the ball, throws it to him. Chris Boyd catches it first down. Not Problem set. is, Yeah, Chris Boyd is, jumping is so up excited and down. that he's like – freaking out and jumping up and down and never like reset his body so you know you got to that's where it was i was like because so, i know it was illegal formation and everything I was yeah like, what what like did yeah so he tried to like shoot. shift towards the sideline more to get more distance because like colquitt's you know he's throwing a rainbow shot over there yeah. like the defender almost made it back there but he didn't but like while he was like jumping to shift over he just never he never stopped jumping yeah. he just kept jumping and then you know to top it off he decides to push the guy in the back on the punt. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I, and then they call it on them. It's like, oh, good, on them. And then we come back from commercial break, and it's like, actually, it was on the offense. It's like, you get a fucking block in the back, and you're the guy where, well, how do you even do that? He was clearly probably just frustrated yeah. and just shoved him. He's like, Fuck. Another random special team thing. Well, we'll get to the fumble, but uh, 
shoot, what was I going to say about special teams? There's a good one. Oh, we get the 15 yard. I feel like it was roughing the kicker. I don't know what the penalty was. So we're kicking off from the 50 after a touchdown. Yeah. Kicking off from the 50. And fucking Dan Bailey just kicks it in the end zone. What the hell are you doing? Kick it to the four. Yeah. Make him return. Kick it to the 10. You know how close your players are? It's. If they run 25 yards, they're already at the 15. Yeah, just do one of those. Or they're like, at the 25. Sky, they're just, 15 yards away from him. Like, sky kick it. And I guarantee you, we were te- we told him to sky kick it. And this idiot boots it in the end zone. He's like, okay, so I got to kick it high. And he's yeah. like, all right, so I got to kick it hard. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the easiest thing. I remember I went at a Detroit game where Blair Walsh, they had like, Detroit had, I don't know, like 30 seconds. And all we had to do was not give up a field goal. And he booted it in the end zone. So they just, you know, let it land. It got to the 25. And Zimmer was, like, livid. Like, kick it short so that... It was a golden tape flip into yep, the end zone. Yeah, exactly. I think it was OT. Yep. Yep. So so they, if you, what you want to do there. is kick it yeah, kick it short so they have to waste, like, six seconds returning it. You know? Well, in this scenario, you got a 15-yard penalty. Take advantage of it. And said, we booted in the end zone. And they hit the ball at 25, which is, like, that happens every single time. So, like... Oh. Terrible job, terrible job. And then the final thing about special teams, I don't know how I ended up on this, but KJ Osborne fumbled on the first fucking punt, and he looks horrible back there. How he's can always, you put Beanie back there again? I don't even care. Yeah, yeah. he's always like letting it hit his uh, chest pad and everything like that. Like You can always hear like the, the crack of the pads when he catches it. It's like, dude, do you know what you're doing, or are they just putting you back there because you're an athlete? Yeah, we have... Someone on KFAN said we have like 11 return yards on punts. Oh. CD Lamb had more return yards in that game than we have all season. Like, what? The, who's the special teams coach? We got to fire this guy. That that Maloof fellow. Yeah. Bring back Prefer. I mean, that guy that guy had it all figured out. Him and Cluey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, know, Chris Cluey was, uh, it was actually uh, during the Monday night game, I think, actually. He was talking shit about uh, uh, punters in the NFL nowadays because they do all like those Aussie style punts oh, yeah. instead of like doing like the old like coffin corner kicks. Yeah, um, and he was just t- talking a bunch of shit like you know like yeah it's good and all but like can you get me like a forty seven yard punt like at the one into the uh, like bouncing out to the sidelines because I got no returners around. Right. Like, can you can you give me not a real football punt? No, not our punter, and you know, not a lot of punters these yeah. days. Not, the only good ones these days are just the guys that boom them, like Dixon and uh, who's the guy the Rams had? Hacker. Yeah, that just guy's very good. Them. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Random special teams talk there. Anything else you want to hit from this game? Mm. I mean, Jefferson's drop was a real disappointment. Yeah, um, that was. I, he had easily had at least another fifteen yards, maybe more. Like, you at least get the first down, so I don't even care if you got yeah. yards after that. I watched you the extend the drive. of it, and it's like there's a guy by Thielen kind of like maybe like at the sideline who maybe stops him from getting like a big gain, but he still gets 15 yards, which is a pretty big gain when you only need a field goal and you're on like the 30. Yeah. So, And it was kind of a good play. Like Kirk, his first couple reads are covered. He looks down, and Jefferson had run this like – just uh, like a zone beater where he ran and turned around and then realized, okay, I'm in zone, and then he just took off. It was a great route. Kirk finds him and just bummer, just yeah. dropped it. Yeah, and watching that play, you could tell that uh, Jeff, like Jefferson was the last read, and he's like, oh, hey, there. Like, and he stood in the pocket, like yeah, it was where collapsing did you on him, and he kind of just tossed it. Yeah, it was it literally like, oh, look at this guy, look at this little guy right here. And then what a professional. Yeah, um, a couple of things I had written down. 
Vilma horrible. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, Harrison Smith's kind of been jumping routes a little too much. Did you see how they showed that replay? So, like, he clearly jumped one and got away with it, and they went right back to it. It's like, I know you're trying to make a play. And Zimmer said, someone asked him at his press conference, they said, are people trying to help too much? And Zimmer said, no, what they're doing is they're trying to make a play too much. And it feels like Harrison Smith's doing a little too much of that. Yeah, he he never called anybody by name, but he said there's there's a few guys out there who, like, kind of think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and they're they go, guessing a little. You know, it's like Harrison's going, oh, if I could jump this and pick it, that's a game changer. But he had just left your guy wide open, and he got away with it once. And then on the second one, right before half, we end up holding him a field goal. But, like, Cooper gets down to, like, the four-yard line. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty bad. And that's, like, what a lot of people always have problems with, like, Marcus Peters. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, you are going to get me six picks this year. But how many times are you going to get burned? Um, yeah, you're going to blow coverage a bunch of times. Like, is are, is the six pick? Are the six picks worth the eight deep balls you gave up because of it? Right, and I feel like Harris was doing more of this, obviously because it's more of a shaky secondary. I think he's We're trying to a, make like yeah, make up for the other losses. Exactly, like he's not just like a cog in like a really good wheel. He's like the only few of the playmakers. So it's like oh, I got to do something to like. You Basically, know. it's him and Kendricks on the back end this year. Like Harris has done. Anthony Harris has done nothing to prove that the man deserves a yeah, decent I, contract. He's certainly not going to pay him as like one of the highest safeties. I don't know if he's proved he's done anything bad. He hasn't made any plays, but I I feel like I wouldn't pay him more than like six, seven million tops yeah. after this year. I just don't know how you replace him and also try to like do other things. Like if you could just bring him back for like eight million, like I don't know, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I, I, the, I might not the, have a problem. The with thing him is, either. like the, the plays, like interceptions come and go, and like. I haven't seen him like, like I, there hasn't been a time where it's like, oh, he really screwed up that play. Like we've had Gladneys, we've had Danslers, we've had Harrison Smith just now. Like I when feel like I, those the ones that like stick out, sure, but I I feel like there are like some. There probably where it's are. Like, oh, that was that was Harris's Harris guy. guy but yeah. it seems but, like it. It just seems like he hasn't done anything. Like I don't notice him blowing a lot of coverages, and I don't notice him making any plays. So, like, and see, I like that out of my offensive lineman. I don't like that out of my safety. Yeah, well, and especially a guy who kind of made his name on like getting his hands on the ball, you know, making plays. Like, now it's like Eric Wilson doing all that, or Kendrick, so. Uh, Eric Wilson. Did, he blocked an extra point. Is is that, because I saw him celebrating, I was going to yep. say, did he have the block extra point? Block, hey, there's something for the special teams. Block an extra point, and then we gave up a two-pointer. So, you know, give it right back to him. Yeah. Um, last thing I was going to say is, where was it? Mm, it was good, too. Would have been good. I'm sorry, I talked too much. No, I don't remember what it was. Oh, right before at the goal line, Chris Boyd, you almost won the game. Oh. Hit him in the chest, but he just wasn't looking yet. Yep. You can't really blame him. Like, the ball hit him, like, as he was like, hey, what's, you know, like, I'm great coverage on the slant. But if he had just turned his head sooner, it would have been like a Malcolm Butler goal line pick, game sealer, Chris Boyd's a hero. Like, that's how close football is. Like, now you got all these people like, Cowboys, oh, we're going to win the division. They're going to go into Thanksgiving, and they're going to ride hot. Dalton looks good. It's like, if Boyd picks that ball off, we're on a four-game win streak. Cowboys are still a laughing stock, and it's one play. Like, they played well. We played well. I mean, their defense sucks. Our defense sucks. Whatever. But, like, a whole, like, just on one play, a whole storyline can change. Yeah. You know? Chris Boyd turns his head, hits him in the belly, and he picks it off. And he's on the Teddy list. Yeah, and he's he's on the Teddy. Uh, well, 
goofy fuck on those special teamers might have knocked him off that. I couldn't even put Jefferson on the teddies because of one drop. Yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I wanted to put Jefferson too. I'm like, no, I, I honestly want to put him on the Troys just because I'm pissed at yeah. him. Well, even Delvin Cook, like just the drop fumbling that ball when he got hit. Like, Delvin had a good game, over 100 yards again. Like, he had to churn him out, you know, but like. It's a very good second half. We we didn't yeah. talk much about the running game, but yeah. the running game really picked up in the second half. Yeah, it half. wasn't like the Bears game where it was like really like a grinded out, like, geez, man. This uh, is three not, yards, three yards, yeah, three yards, was, four yards, three he yards. He had a few big plays. He had a couple screens. So, like, he played well. Just it always sucks to fumble. The screen ball. game's coming into motion. Yeah. Uh, we don't throw as many uh, as Stefanski would like, but Kubiak likes where we're at. Stefanski, what, seven and three right now? Yeah. So, yeah, just wanted to mention. A lot of the, talent there, too. The, the Chris Boyd thing could have immediately changed the It'd have been fun. Uh, all right, should we hit a break and then hit the lines? Yeah, let's do that. All right, uh, we'll jump into the lines. We'll jump into the Thanksgiving football games. Oh, There's going to be two of them. Yep, there was a delay for the Steelers and Ravens, so a little COVID issue, you oh. know. So you get four real top quality teams, you know, real top notch. So we'll start with the Texans at the Lions. Oh, I forgot that's yeah. who the Lions opponent was. Detroit coming off the 0-20 to loss. The best part about them both being bad is hopefully it's a good, like a tight football game at least. Like I don't care if it's bad football. Just you know, make it make it interesting. The biggest issue with both these games is there's zero like rooting interest, even as a Viking fan. Like watching the Bucks Rams, at least you were like, okay, who do I want to win playoff wise? I know we're four and six. It's unlikely, but like, there's enough hope that it, you actually care. But Texans, Detroit, like, Detroit is toast. They suck. Uh, and then the next game, they're NFC East teams, which someone's winning the division. And the nobody other ones, else matters. Yeah. So, what do you got for a line on the Texans Lions? Uh, I'm gonna go Texans minus one and a half. Texans by three. Okay, I'll take the Texans for sure, though. Yeah, I'll take the Texans. You know. Mm. Detroit on Thanksgiving, huh? Could I'm not taking good. Well, oh, and it's at Ford Field. Oh, Matt Stafford, a little magic at the end. Patricia I'm taking the would, Texans. Yeah, I'll take the Texans too. At least you get to watch Deshaun Watson. He's always fun. Uh, next up, and I don't think the Lions still don't have Galladay, do they? Like without Galladay, so. that receiving group is a joke. Is Swift? Swift should be back. I think yeah. Swift should be back. Uh, all right. Next up, Washington football team versus the red hot Dallas Cowboys. Um. Red Washington beat the Cowboys by like twenty this year. No earlier. shit, huh? Yeah. Who was quarterbacking him? Kyle Allen, I think. Okay. Well, Dallas minus three. Dallas by two and a half. Good call. Good call on that one. I'm taking the Washington football team. I'm gonna take Dallas. And you were just saying while on our break that maybe this is the game winner. This game wins the division. You know, because it's four and seven, four and six. The, the their record? The, yeah, their record. Mm-hmm. I think it's four and six. Yeah, four and six because Dallas coming off a bye. Washington has had their bye. So both four and six. Yeah, it's going to be the fifth win out of the division. Or, yeah. They're both three and seven. Three and seven. Yep. Giants also three and seven. And the Eagles with a commanding three, six lead. And one. Three, six, and one. I'm taking the Washington football team. And I think... The Washington football team wins the game on Thanksgiving, therefore will win the division. All right. I will take the Cowboys. I could still see the Giants maybe winning the division. Uh, Next game up. It's a big one for the Vikings. Cardinals at the Patriots. Patriots, kind of an up-and-down team. You know, you beat the Ravens, and then 
who they did they lose this week? I feel like they yeah they just Texans? lost to the Texans. To the Texans. Yes. So like they can lose to bad teams. They can beat some good teams. Yeah. Cam uh, Ward's leader Hosen. I don't know what you just said. Cam Cam Newton wore his leader hosen before the game. Oh. <laughs> what do you got for a line? Cardinals at Patriots. Uh, Cardinals minus two and a half. You hit it on the nose. Oh, right on. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Would love if the Patriots won. I'm gonna take the Patriots. Good man. I think they're gonna end up like a 500 team because Belichick ain't, he ain't gonna be no four and twelve team or nothing. So let's get that Patriot win. Knock those Cardinals down. We could talk about some playoff scenarios. I kind of went through them. Okay. We're not out of this thing. You know, we always tell you, we're not out of this thing. Uh, you can't go 10-6 and six yeah. unless you lose six games. <laughs> These are facts. Uh, we'll skip our game and jump to the Browns at Jaguars. Browns, 7-3. and three. That's a playoff team. It's a tough AFC, though. There's a lot of teams with good records. Like You, you look at ours, and there's a clear top. Uh, right now, there's a clear top seven. But it's actually tougher in the AFC. It's like a top eight. So... You know, you're that ninth or tenth team. You're you're struggling. So Browns at Jaguars. Uh, I'm gonna go Browns minus five and a half. Browns by six and a half. Ooh. I feel like you're really you're really getting in a groove lately of like understanding the lines. Like you figured out, you know, what are they doing for home field? What are they doing for COVID? Like Well, and there's like you you finally have a feel for the teams. Yep, yep. You, know, you kind you of know, feel like Jags know, are a bad team, you know. Yep, you know what's what. And it's like, all right, Jags bad. Browns like to pound the rock. They're not going to give them a huge line, even though it's seven and three versus one and right, nine. Right? Yeah, they're not a blow it out team. They're a grind it out. You yep. know. Uh, who do you got? Six and a half. Who do you Who do you like? I like the Browns in some potential nice weather this week. Okay. Okay. I think they've had three straight shitty weather games. Mm, okay. Um, which helps them in the you know pound the rock. But that Jake Luton. That dude is bad. I don't think he's starting. I think they're benching him. I think they're going with someone else. Brandon Allen, maybe. Camp, I don't know. I, that dude what, probably Min- sucks, too. Is Minshew hurt? Is that yeah, the he's hurt. Um, yeah, I, let me look it up quick. I'm sure if I just type in Jaguars. Brandon Allen, isn't that the guy who... Uh, oh, no. Mike Glennon. Long neck. Old long neck. Old long neck horse face, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So you want Mike Glennon? To cover six and a half, or do you want Kevin Stefanski I want, to lower the boom? I want Kevin Stefanski to run for 300 yards, please. Yeah. Browns by, I'll take them by 10. Uh, next up is Raiders at the Falcons. The Raiders. Gruden called the Falcons the best 3-17 and 17 he's ever seen. Ever? Ever. Wow, that's saying something. Because yeah. there's been a lot of 3-17s, and 17s, and guess what? None of them very good. Well, and, and I mean, I don't know. Ever I feel like talent-wise, well, well, I mean, like, talent-wise, like, yeah, you've got Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst. A pretty Hurst. good offensive line. Uh, yeah, and... And they're a team that blew, what, three games they should have won? So yeah, they easily Jones, could be a six-win you know, six team. Deal. Like, yeah, yeah they've, they've got talent. Yeah, like... Their problem was coaching, and they got rid of them. Raheem Morris. Large what is he, two and two? He's well, a, actually, he's probably a little he's more. He's a champion. That, Anyways. Vegas at Falcons. What do you got for a line? Uh, Vegas at Falcons. We're going to go Vegas minus two and a half. Vegas by three. By three? Very nice. I'm going to take uh, Vegas. I I think Derek Carr like, has like, mastered 
John Gruden's offense. Maybe not master, but like that dude has been playing very good football as of late. He'll have his games where he falls on his face. Well, yeah, he he fits he's that in the, range. He's, of, he's right now in the Jared Goff wave, uh, the Kirk Cousins when he's doing good wave. They'll all they all come crashing down. You know why? Because they're not Patrick Mahomes. They're not Aaron Rodgers. And he comes crashing down in this game. Atlanta Falcons gonna gonna upset him. Okay. Carr's gonna throw two picks. Guy's a bum. Oh, it is in Atlanta. You said. Oh yeah, hot Atlanta. You know that that can be like one of those uh, games where it's like you know trap they game. Ju- they just lost to the Chiefs. It's like yeah, the Chiefs probably don't want to face Oakland or Vegas in the playoffs, but like Atlanta's not scared of them. They're three and seven. They, they got care. nothing to lose. All the Raider fans are like, that's all right. We're gonna beat the Falcons easily, just like we always say. No, yep. I'm gonna take the Falcons. You got Raiders though. Ride your boy car. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride my boy John Gruden. Remember <laughs> last year when I wouldn't bet on John Gruden? I feel like I've bet. Yeah, no, that would. team looks like a competent team. Yeah. Uh, Jason Garrett though, still never bet it, bet on him. Giants, he Giants yeah, now. Yeah, Giants. I'll see. Uh, Chargers at Bills. Chargers at Bills. I'm gonna go Bills minus minus five and a half. Nailed it. Beautifully done, Ryan. Oh yeah. Uh, Bills cool. off a bye. Well rested. I'm going to take the Bills to win this one. I'm going to take the... Coming off a crushing loss. Bills. The, the Hail Mary. Yeah, five and... Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills five and a half. Yeah, the Chargers, they're not good. No, it's like... They're just, fun. Like, I'm... You have to... That's what I was weighing out in that little pause. Is like, how much do they respect Justin Herbert? It's like, they probably respect him enough to, you know, give the Bills two and a half points at home. Yeah. You know, it's like... He, you know, you worry, okay, is Herbert going to keep him in the game, you know? Well, I think they will because the Bills' defense isn't as good as it was the last couple of years. Believe me, I know you uh, – I acquired their defense from you in fantasy. And yeah, after Ben randomly bid on him, which yes. we had never talked about getting the Bills' defense, and he's like, $2. I was like, what the fuck is that? I man? just traded, you know, the number two overall player in our league and the number one overall defense for – you know, the number 11 defense. Talking about Josh Allen? 40 wide receiver, so it's fine. It's it's okay. Josh Allen, quality ball player. Yeah. Uh, if you were starting a franchise today, would you rather have Herbert or Josh Allen? Ooh. I, I, I think probably Justin Herbert. I think Josh Allen is more exciting, but Justin Herbert looks like just – an overall better passer. I, I think I would take Herbert too. Uh, Allen feels very, yeah, like you said, like the highs are going to be high, but he's a little erratic. Where yeah. like I feel like Herbert, even as a rookie, has looked very good, and like that should only get better. Yeah, and Justin Herbert's five first five six games, he's just I don't know. Josh Allen's put together what like six good games this year, and maybe like three or four of the rest of like the other yeah. two years. Like I don't know. Josh Her- Just- Justin Herbert has as many good games this year as Josh Allen did coming into this year, yeah. and he's just started. Mm-hmm. Like I'll take Justin Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen probably. I don't know what. How about upside wise? Do you think Josh Allen or Herbert have the higher upside though? Let's not go like safer. But I feel like, like I would still take Herbert. I something you think I, his peak is higher than Josh Allen's peak? I really like him, which is funny because I didn't really like him going in the draft. But like he just looks. I was like pretty a really high. Yeah, you didn't like Herbert like, like at all. I would have taken him if like I would have seriously thought about if he'd have fell like twenty two. Yes, but I wasn't like we need to trade up to ten or we need to like if if I was at six would I take no like I was definitely 
I would prefer he was taken before us so that another player followed us, basically. Yeah. I don't want to make the decision if he's on the board, but he's looked much better than that. All right, going back to the draft, Miami's sitting at five. You got Tua and you got Herbert on the board. I take Herbert. I think I'd take Herbert, too. Yeah. Like It's early on Tua, but like I see, I just, I don't know. Again, Herbert looks you good. Know, you know, Tua seems to game manager Yeah, he's already showing like, signs of game manager Well, what was he? The other week before he got benched, he had like 23 attempts and 77 yards. It's yeah. Like, dude. Again, it's early. But Herbert from day one looks like he's slinging it, you know, which... Remember, they started Tyrod Taylor week one. How happy are Chargers fans that their team doctor... Stabbed. Sabotaged <laughs> and stabbed Tyrod Taylor. Have they like, looked into that? Was that, like, was that dude, sabotage? Dude, you... You suck. Let me just. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Hitch in the lung. I sneezed. Yeah. Hit you. Uh, would you. Uh, no, obviously you would have. Would you have traded up with the two first? Yes, of course you would have for Herbert, right? So you lose Jefferson and You lose and Jefferson and Gladney. Yeah, absolutely. Would I trade Jefferson to... and Gladney right now for Herbert? Yeah, I would. So, yeah. Uh, it's a quarterback. I don't yeah, you, you. Dumb question. Jefferson's awesome. He's not a quarterback. Case closed. But do you think you're going to be able to, like, let's just say it straight up. 20, what was that, 22 and 25, do you think you get, that gets you to no. six? No, I don't. You're probably giving up another first, which I wouldn't have done. Pro- maybe not a first, but you're probably giving up a future second. You're yeah, the problem is they all two. got taken too high. Like, the, no one fell into the 14 range. Yeah, if it's like, like that, that, like, that 9 to 14 range is like that hot Then spot. those two ones definitely would have got you up there. Yeah, yep. but it was... Immediately, those guys. Yeah, especially if it's like twelve from like where the Texans went to get Watson. Yeah, like those two first, you you might like sprinkle in a four. Yeah, or like swap a six and a four. But mm-hmm. uh, next up, Giants at Bengals. Giants, Bengals, no Bengals, Joe no Joe Burrow. Ooh, wow! Giants are going to be right in it because I'm going to take the Giants at minus one and a half. Giants. Five and a half. That's Ooh, the no joke. respect well, for Ryan Finley, huh? I mean, honestly, what have the Bengals? <laughs> what are they good at besides Joe Burrow? Like nothing. the receivers are good, I would say. Like, but Joe Burrow does make yeah. them better as uh, well because Joe Mixon has been out. Sounds like Gio Bernard might not play. Their offensive line still bad, uh, and defensively, is it's an atrocity. Like yeah. it, Trey Waynes was their big free agent acquisition. He's out for the season. Uh, I mean, Geno Atkins has been out all year. So it's Trey like, Waynes out for the year. I think he's most likely, but I, he might come back at the end. But he ain't playing this game. Okay. So uh, I'll take the Giants to cover five and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Giants too. I like The like wind so. has got to be out of the sails of the Bengals. Well, actually, and did you hear I saw today, early this morning on Twitter, that the Bengals uh, like can't stand their locker room. Like I guess uh, they called it... Uh, like a college locker room. Oh, where like the, the actual co- locker room? Yeah, where like oh. the coaching staff. No, no, no. Like not the actual locker room. Like the coaching staff like top, like degrades oh, players and okay, stuff so yeah, like, like that. Like the, the atmosphere of those people. Like the people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Zach Taylor. I don't know. Yeah, and like it was funny because the day before I was reading something where it's like, oh, you know, now that Burrow's gone, you don't really, you can't really tell what you have in Zach Taylor and whatnot. But then <laughs> now this stuff leaks out. It's like, I don't think you have anything in Zach Taylor, so you might as well hire Mar- Marvin Lewis back. I think the players are telling you. They don't really <laughs> like Zach Taylor. Uh, next game, Titans at Colts. Uh, very good game. I'm going to go Colts. They Titans should. just beat the Ravens, right? Yeah, and the Colts just beat the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go Colts minus 
four. Colts by three. Colts by three. So basically just even game. even game. Let's I, go. And I, I think that's about right. Colts keep winning. Like I don't think Philip Rivers looks good in these games, and they just keep winning. Remember how we told people to hammer the under eight and a half? Mm-hmm. How many people lost thousands upon thousands of dollars because I said of us? pound the Rams under and pound the Colts under. Yikes. Whoops. Well, hey, they haven't got there yet. Pound the Vikings over. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to hit. You're going to like that one. That, that's an IOU. <laughs> I'm going to take the... That's a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Titans to cover three. I, I I just... Something about the Titans. They're a good team. I'm... I'm I actually just the, keep on a bet against the Colts. I don't know why. I'm, I'm going to take the Colts. Okay. Okay. Um, Isn't it a bummer that the Packers lost... And we could have been like right there. Two games out. Yeah. One game out of the wild card spot. Yeah. We could win. Cardinals could have lost. We're tied with the Cardinals yeah. in the wild card. But, you know, we lost Sandy Dalton, like you always say to me. So lost Sandy Dalton. Uh, uh who are you taking that one? Colts, Titans? Colts. Colts. Uh Raven Steelers. This is the postponed game from Thanksgiving. It yep. is at one fifteen, which Ravens our time would be twelve fifteen. At of. Steelers. Ravens at Steelers. Steelers, Steelers minus four and a half. Steelers by four. Steelers by four. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers too. The Ravens are not the same Ravens as last year. No, they cannot run the football. They cannot. They can hardly move the football. Hollywood Brown is a zero. Like he does nothing. Lamar Jackson's not very good at passing the football yeah. or reading a defense. It's one of the inaccurate. two. Inaccurate. Like he's it's, lost it. Yeah, it's either he's not good at throwing the football or he can't read a defense. It might be a little of both. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Ben, I mean, that offense that the Steelers, that those receivers, they have three good receivers. Their defense has playmakers on it. I mean, Eric Ebron at tight end, too. I mean, solid, he's not like, you know. Um, but and then that defense, Minka Fitzpatrick has been like. Yeah, he's a monster. They got TJ yeah. Watt. I mean, it's a good team. Next up, you got the Saints at the Broncos. I mean, are you going to admit it? Taysom no. Hill, an absolute star in the making? Nope. Wait, so he gets to go. Two mile high now. Two mile high. I'm gonna go. I'm saying it's Saints minus four and a half, and I'm taking the Broncos. It is Saints by six and a half, and I'm taking the Broncos. I'm, I'm probably gonna also Broncos. take the Broncos, and I am also 100 percent with you that Taysom Hill will fall on his face. Yeah. Now this could be the Tebow thing, where I keep thinking it's gonna happen. It didn't happen for a while, but he eventually was at like Taysom Hill. Sucks, and he will prove he sucks. Yes, I am going. I I'm probably gonna do Broncos money line. Bro- oh, yeah. Like I think I I think Taysom Hill sucks so bad. He's probably gonna get benched this week. Who did they play? The Falcons. Yeah, whoopty fucking do. I I feel like uh, one game, and everyone's like, oh, pff, all those people saying, you know, all the haters. It's one game. Calm down. And it was Calm at down. the Superdome. Yeah, let's see what happens. A mile high, playing that average Bronco team. I'm taking the the Broncos. Yes. Next up is 49ers at the Rams. Rams just beat the uh, Bucks on was that Monday night? Yeah. And then the 49ers must be coming off a bye. I think they had a bye. Yes. So what do you got for a line there at uh, Rams? Rams minus five and a half. Rams by six and a half. Damn it! I was going to go with that too. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams too. I was wrong about them. That's a good team. Yep. They win ball games. Yeah, that defense is a lot better than I thought. They've got some like random, like scrappy pass rushers. Mm-hmm. Uh who had the the game ceiling pick that Wilson or I don't know. 
a rookie from Ohio State. He he seen, oh, really? he played really well. Yeah, it, it it's just a well run team when they're moving the ball like. They make like 50 times. Yeah, when, when they gets in like a good rhythm, things go well. I mean, I, the one thing I'd worry about is like obviously Andrew Whitworth being gone. It's a bit of an issue, but that uh, Baldinger did a uh, breakdown on their the left hat. Yeah, the new guy did well played very well. He said he was very impressed with the new guy. So if the new guy does well, then I mean, I think they'll be fine. It does seem like it's going to be Rams Seahawks battling for that division after the Cardinals lost and the Rams won and the Seahawks won. so I feel like the Cardinals play the Rams twice still, though. Well, they do play each other a lot, so it could be. It could totally well, be. Well, well, yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, like, I feel like the Cardinals... Tough schedule. Yeah, no, yeah. I do not want to be an NFC West team right yeah. now. Um, I will take the Rams in that one as well. Next up, Chiefs at Bucks. It's uh, a fun one. Chiefs minus four and a half. No, 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 no. Yeah, Chiefs minus four and a half. Chiefs by three and a half. Damn it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm also gonna take the Chiefs. That'd be a nice W to get against the Bucks. They're another wild card team. Need them to lose. So. Yeah, I, I that they did not play very well against the Rams. I don't know if it's the Rams defense, but Brady played very poor. They, they have the no Bucks seem a little again a little up and down and a little overrated at times and like. Somebody uh, made a po- made tried making the point that uh, beating the Packers are the only reason the Bucks are being talked about as like a Super Bowl contender. Well, it's interesting. Like they're, they're, when they who did they blow out? Where everyone was like their defense is like the greatest thing ever. I forget who it was, but it was like it was after that week that like everyone was like Brady's going. Oh, was it the Packers? It might have been the Packers. It probably was the Packers. They won like 38-14 or something. Yeah, and since then, and like Brady honestly hasn't played that well this whole year. Like his receivers have been banged up. Their run game's garbage. So, I mean, that's one of the teams we're chasing. So let's go Chiefs. And, we and Chiefs are good. Head. Chiefs are good. So let's get a W. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football, a beautiful game, a classic. Bears at Packers. Oof, gotta love that. I think we're gonna get uh we don't know who the Bears quarterback is, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds hurt. like it could be up to any one of Foles, Trubisky, or Tyler Bray. Give me Trubisky or Foles, and I think the Bears at least fight. Like the Bears play the Packers tough. So let's let's have a fight. What do you got for a line though? It's in Lambeau. Uh Packers minus seven and a half. Packers by eight and a half. Eight and Even half. the big ones you're getting close on. I'm gonna take the Packers, but if it was in, if it was in, if they played yet at Soldier Field, or they got another one of those coming, I don't remember that. That I'm not sure. So, I'll take Packers though. I'm going to take the Bears to cover that on it Sunday night football. Number. On Sunday, they night got a football. good D. Like they held us like pretty well in check, and well, you know, according to Pro Football Focus, we have the second best offense in the league. So, if the Bears can, I don't know. Hopefully, Montgomery's back, and they can pound pound the Packers defense a little bit, but. I guess if it relies on the shoulders of Foles or Trubisky, they might be screwed. Feed Cordero. Uh, the Cordero. Cordero Patterson. Uh, last game of the week, Monday night, Seahawks at Philly. I'm going to go Seahawks minus four and a half. Seahawks by five. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Uh, Philly sucks. Trash. Wentz is trash. Um, that's all I got to say about that one. Yeah, we hit our game. Yeah, let's hit our game. We got Panthers at the Minnesota Vikings. 
It is funny how we were like a seven-point favorite versus the Cowboys, and then what do you think this one is? Uh, it's going to be Vikings minus three and a half. That's exactly right. Vikings by three and a half. They're like, you know what? You're still the Vikings. You're actually we got a little ahead of ourselves. Cut that line in half. Uh, potentially a little Teddy Bridgewater homecoming. Yeah, that'll be fun. I uh, mean, basically every question at Zimmer's and Kirk's press conferences was like, Teddy Bridgewater, what do you think? Yep. I will be wearing my Vikings Teddy Bridgewater okay. jersey on okay. Sunday. That's a classy move. Um, have to have to root for Teddy while also wearing the purple. I will be rooting for the Vikings, but if we lose at the hands of Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> Teddy or Bridgewater. my bad, excuse me, at the gloves of Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> it is what it is. Teddy Bridgewater ends our season basically. <laughs> no. That's a tough team. I mean, I know they're three and seven, but that offense—it's you know, it's if, speed. Regardless if McCaffrey plays or not, like Mike Davis is solid, and they have Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. That's three good wideouts. Yep. I mean, that's I mean, it might not be Cowboys, but it's 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 close. Like Robbie Anderson, great speed deep threat. Curtis Samuel, kind of a gadget guy, and then DJ Moore is like, I mean, he's a number one. He's a good player. Yep. Defense is super young, but like Brian Burns, Derek Brown. Brian Burns has had uh, a very good year. Jeremy Chin's on there. Yeah. Uh, Dante Jackson, the cornerback, yeah. uh, linebackers. Well, they drafted all defense. Yeah, all seven the entire picks, pick. All so defense. It's it's. They're, again, it's like, okay, we're favored. Yeah, should we win? Sure. We should have beat the Cowboys, too. Like, these are NFL teams. You're not playing the Jets. Oh. We could lose any of these games. Or as uh, Mike Tomlin said, it's not a MAC team playing the Big Ten. Yeah. Or a Big Ten team playing At Mac. any time, you know, anything can happen. Oh. Uh, I'll take the Vikings, though. By How much are you picking them? I, I, I'm going to take the Vikings <laughs> by... Six. <laughs> by, by three. By 999,999. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, let's talk. So I, I looked at the I looked at the schedule, and I know the loss to the Cowboys. People are kind of like, okay, it's over. You know, we blew it. But so we play. I know we looked at this before, but we play the Panthers, then the Jags, then the Bucks. Okay. Not any, nothing's a given, but beat the Panthers Here's and the Jags, okay, and you're back to even, 6-6, six and six, yep. and you're going to play the Bucks. Okay, let's look at the Bucks. They play the Chiefs. Betting man would say the Chiefs beat them, right? Yep. Then they have a bye. They're 7-5? and five. They're 7-5. and five. Win that game, you're ahead of them. You're 7-6, and six and you own the head-to-head head 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 tiebreaker. Tie They're also 7-6. and six. Yep. So while it sounds kind of like, oh, you got to do a bunch of stuff, beating the Panthers and the Jaguars... You are favored in both those games. And they are favored to lose against the Chiefs. And then you just like that game against the Tampa, that like That's your, it. That's your, a, your destiny is in your own hands at that point. It, you beat the Bucks and you probably clinch it or ahead in that seventh seed. Right? Now you could um, you are. You're immediately if you go through it and you beat them, I'm just you saying are like, in as the long as the Bears or whoever don't have a better record than us at that point. No one could. Because I guess the Bears lost to us and have the same record as us right now. I mean, yeah, unless something crazy happens, like I don't. I, they would have to beat the Packers this weekend. This yeah, season. like it's it's not those teams are trash. All those teams behind us are trash. Like there's the Lions, the Bears. Bears are ahead of us. Bears are ahead of us. Water. The Bears are trash. Um, they're gonna lose to the Packers. They're probably gonna lose all their games. They're not a good team. Who'd they play last week? Nobody. Bye week. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. they're they're still going down. So it's like it's not that crazy. Honestly, it's it's more likely than not that you are going into that game six and six versus seven and five, and then yes, the hardest part is then beating the Bucks. 
but we can beat the Bucks. And then if you immediately then lose to the Saints and the Bucks win, they pass you, blah, blah, blah. But if you do end up tied, and at that very moment, you would be ahead of them. That's one route. Cardinals is the other route. Again, yep. we win these two games. You're six and six. They play the Patriots. They can lose to the Patriots. That's yep. not a pushover. And then I believe they play... Let me the Rams? Play. I feel like it's a good team. I feel like it's a divisional game. Um, they have a lot of divisional games. Yeah, I feel I, like they have, they like have five a very of them tough schedule. Up, or four of them coming from up. From what I remember. I should have had this I feel up. like they have two against the Niners and two against the Rams. So they left. play the... That's the Cardinals. Who am I looking at? Talk yeah. to the Cardinals, yeah. They play the Rams. Okay, so... Is it that crazy to be like, oh, they could lose to the Patriots and the Rams? No. They're 6-6, six and six, we're 6-6. Six and six. We have the tiebreaker over them at that point. Okay. It would end up being common opponents, okay. which would mean we need to then, I believe, beat the Detroit Lions because they lost to the Lions. Okay, I, went through the, I went through each side. We, they play the Seahawks. We've lost to the Seahawks. I went through it all. Um, they played the Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys. But right now, we would be a game ahead of them. And as long as we don't lose the Lions, the Lions, we would we would be ahead of them. So we're not out of the woods yet. You know, there's a chance. I don't think you're catching the uh, the other team. You're the, probably not catching the Rams or the Seahawks. One of those two are. Yeah, exactly. The their, their schedules are just too easy. Like the Seahawks is a joke. They play the they play, Packers is also a joke. They play, the the fucking Seahawks play. They just played the Cardinals. What, right? Yeah, they one. They play like, the Eagles, the Giants, the Jets, the Washington. Rams and Fort Niners. They have one hard game. The Rams play 49ers, Cardinals, Patriots. Okay, so, you know, tough, tough ones. But then Jets, Jets, Seahawks, Cardinals. It's actually not that hard. It's pretty difficult. They play two easy games. Basically, the Seahawks win in that division. Yes. But you kind of want you kind of want to be like, okay, Rams either sweep the Cardinals or Cardinals sweep the Rams. Yeah, one of those, you don't want them to split. Yeah. And the Cardinals are the ones that are already further behind. Yeah. So you, so you almost against yeah, them. I want the Rams to sweep the Cardinals. Yeah, and like you said, Packers. You know, we're what two? two we're three now. We're three, and they're just. Them. I mean, they play Bears, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, and this, those are W's most of the way. But you know, anything can happen. Then Titans, then Bears again. So I don't know. It would be real fun to be going into Raymond James Stadium. With like win the game, you're in the in, playoffs. You're in the playoff. As, yeah, as not, of that point. Yeah, as of at that time, you would be a 7-6 and six team with a tiebreaker over the box. Who knows? Maybe you're also ahead of the Cardinals at that point because they've stumbled. And all of a sudden, you're sitting at the sixth seed six for seed, whatever looking reason. Good. Does that get us to play the Eagles? No. You got to be the five seed. How does no. that work? How is that working? No, no yeah. So six seed, we would play three seed. So yeah, that would right. be... Because one gets the bye. Two would play seven. Three would play. So we'd have six. like the Saints. Saints. Yeah. How, who do you think is getting be, the one seed? So it would seed? be Packers, Packers, Saints, Seahawks. No, it, Saints are getting the one seed. So Saints, so it's either Packers, Seahawks. This is the Saints schedule remaining. Did they just play the Falcons? No. Yeah. 49ers. They just play the Falcons. They play Broncos, Falcons again, Eagles. Then they play the Chiefs, then Austin, the Panthers. So everything game's easy besides the Chiefs. And right now they've only lost, what, two games? Excuse me, Vikings not easy. Okay. Well, if you're a Saints fan, you're going, that's a W. Well, it depends. They don't, they don't have a quarterback. They don't even have a quarterback. So you're right. Packers, one seed? That's a bummer. Can we make the Seahawks a one seed? You saw their schedule, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, they have one tough game, and that's against, uh, like, the Rams. Yep, one tough game against the Rams. So, okay, Seahawks, one seed. Packers, two seed. Three seed. We're going is the back Saints. to the Saints. We're going to the Superdome. I mean, did we just come up with that we're playing the Saints in the playoffs when we're a four and six team and we just lost the Cowboys? 
Goddamn right we did. Yes, we are. <laughs> so uh, you guys eat on that while you're uh, enjoying your Thanksgiving turkey this weekend. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>